wrestling fan than WrestleMania season. This yep. is this is Rossi <laughs> on wrestling. Uh, this is our WrestleMania 34 main event countdown. Uh, I am Jason Rossi. You can follow me on Twitter at Jason D. Rossi. With me, as always, my tag team partner in the podcast sphere. One of the more creative sons of bitches that you probably don't even know. You don't even know. I'm no, with you probably Billy. don't. You probably never will. At Billy D, uh, 2411, that you know is it. Billy D. Billy D, how you feeling? I'm very tired for some reason. I had three Red Bulls oh, and a coffee, and I just can't seem to like get the energy. But maybe maybe talking about these great WrestleMania main events from worst to best will get me fucking fired up. Well, that's really great. I like when people start and they say, you know, I'm really tired. I'm, I'm exhausted. I, I'm, I'm toast. Let's go. Yeah, let's get fired up. So we will be counting down again. The th- the previous 34 main events for WrestleMania in order. It's a, a system we put together. We can kind of explain as we go along. We'll see. You know, if you have any additions or things that you think, oh, you guys should have had this one ranked here or this one ranked there. You know, let us know. Again, follow us on Twitter at Jason D. Rossi at BillyD2411. And don't forget, with this podcast, like, share, subscribe. We're out there. Uh, Google Play. I Rate us. Review us. It's only on Apple, but. Fucking download and do it. Yeah. Oh, somebody. Yeah. Somebody messaged us like, "Oh, hey, I, I use Android." Well, guess what? Just go on your laptop, pop open iTunes, just make an account. It takes two seconds. You don't have to get any emails. Give us a review. We appreciate it. You give us a review. We'll give you what you want. I'll follow. We'll do that. Oh yeah, we followed that guy. Yeah. Well, which guy? I don't know. The the guy who was like, I don't know. He let, I think he had like a kitten in his name or a cat. It was yeah, weird. yeah. If he he didn't review us yet. He doesn't get the follow. Uh, so he reviews right. us. That's well, how I, we're gonna work. We play, we play a little hardball on Rossi on wrestling. But let's jump into it. There's 34 main events that have happened at WrestleMania. WrestleMania is the granddaddy of them all. Some people say you can get your name etched in stone in time. It's also known as the um, uh, the I the um, what is it's it? the Super Bowl of wrestling. The Super Bowl of wrestling. The what is this? I try to think of all those ridiculous names they used to call this. The uh, Showcase of the Immortal. Showcase of the Immortals. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. So let's jump into it. We will start with number 34. Okay, so I got to say this for this one particularly. Um, well, it's number 34 is the rank, correct? But we're doing number nine. What do you mean by that? It's WrestleMania 9. WrestleMania 9, yeah. So it's number 34, but as a... Event it comes from WrestleMania nine. Does this technically count as one of Hogan's eight main main events? It counts as Hogan's. Technically, it's nine main events. Oh no, it's well, no, it is. He he was part of the main event of all first nine main events, wasn't he? I think so. Yeah. Ugh. So, so this one is was like, he eight? Was he eight? Yeah, that was the was that the Sid one? Oh no, no, yeah, eight. He was. He shouldn't have been. So Seven. five doesn't count. Okay, so there is eight yeah, because he one. was just in. Yeah, so five. eight out of we'll, we'll get to all this. Eight out of thirty-four was Hulk Hogan starting off the countdown. Number thirty-four, Hulk Hogan, Yokozuna at the Caesar's Palace, uh, hosted by Trump there at WrestleMania. 9. Ranked one of the worst WrestleManias of all time, by the way, Jabberknocker guy. Uh, Nestle. Are we kidding me? We're I don't even have a starting? water. I don't even have a water to drink. This might be a problem. We might have to pause, but. Um, He's doing. Uh, I think he's doing the watching the five words. I don't ones. care. I don't care what he's doing. Is he mentioning us? Is he telling people what we're no, doing? No, then no. I don't care. I didn't listen to this week's. Didn't have time. I mean, it came out today. So well, that's great. But what what, what I'm saying here is this is ranked overall one of the worst WrestleManias. Yes. But I look back on it fondly because this is the time I was really really into wrestling. This was like the height of Bret Hart. I loved the Caesar Palace. Uh, the, the Caesar Palace. Caesar's Palace, I love one Caesar of my salads. favorite places in the world right now to go out. Vegas is the best. Now is Bobby Heenan crushed this WrestleMania? Did Caesar actually live there? Oh God, yeah, big. Oh my God. 
the, the, the Hangover is the greatest movie of all time, but continue. Not even close. To, it's a very good movie. This was terrible, and we both ranked it very, very, very low. It's not even a main event. I don't even no. know why this is in there. Well, because technically the main event in any, you know, boxing, wrestling, any type of card, the main event is the last match. That's what we're defining the main event as. And this was the final match where the bell was rung. Yeah, but it wasn't billed the whole way. That's, that's the way I look at well, it. Well, that's also why I think we have it ranked so last, because this technically was the last match on the card. You had Brett versus Yokozuna, which was the hyped match. Was Yokozuna won the Royal Rumble. The first time the Royal Rumble meant you get a championship match at WrestleMania. Bret Hart went in with the championship, lost after Mr. Fuji tossed the salt, the salt right into Bret Hart's eyes. Well, he had the sharpshooter on the big guy, ends up rolling him up. Yokozuna wins. And what happens? This Bret- was terrible. Bret Hart Hogan comes out. Yeah, Bret Hart's hurt, and he's like stumbling out of the ring. And then Hogan comes in with his big black eye after he earlier in the night won a tag team match with Brutus the Barber, who gives a crap. And Bret kind of points like, yeah, go get him. Hogan gets in the ring. Mr. Next- Fu- Fuji challenges him oh, to a it. match. Then he tries to throw salt in his eyes, hits Yokozuna instead, drops the leg, ends it. That was the fucking main event. That's fucking terrible. But you know what? That's why they say, you know, the Hogan must pose. Hogan leaves with the belt. Everything everything shows up Hogan. This is where you take a look at wrestling and Vince McMahon relies too much on the old people. And you could see it slowly transitioning out of this with the Attitude Era where he finally got a clue. And, oh, I have to turn it over to the young talent. But as you could see, as you said... Hogan was at the end of all of the first nine WrestleManias. Yeah, even if he wasn't in the main event, we'll get to it later in this countdown. He was a part of the end of the show for all nine, which is crazy. Number 33. So number 33. The Larry Bird number? Larry Bird. uh, 33. uh, Kevin Falk. What would you name uh, Eddie Murray? I don't know. We, we just Eddie go Murray, number 33. So number 33 comes Kareem. from the very first WrestleMania I attended live in person. No, you're probably thinking WrestleMania 14, Michaels Austin already in Boston? No. Uh, that will show up later. I didn't go to that one either, and I'm from here. I was poor. I know. I'm, I, I'm surprised. That, you know what? That was during a dark phase, but that might be a podcast for another time because every wrestling fan has had a dark time where they just like, didn't watch the product. Or no, any I, well, I was watching the product, and no. I just couldn't afford tickets. But you know there's probably phases of your... Oh, yeah, there's existence. a couple of ones here that I had to go back, and I don't even remember. And most of them were the Triple H era yeah, well, of main events, we'll which we'll get to. Spoiler alert, he fucking sucks. Oh, let's kick it off with the first one of Triple H's oh my seven God. main Ooh. events. Seven main events. So we just said Hulk Hogan did nine. Hulk Hogan, you can understand that. Triple H is a part of seven main events. And this is the last main event he was a part of. WrestleMania 32 in front of 103, oh, sorry, 101,000 people. I was one. I was two. Me and my wife were two of them. And this match goes over like a fart in church. This was the longest WrestleMania to date. And to think, when you're sitting in that audience or you're watching at home, you're like, what's the main event again? Oh, yeah. We're waiting for Triple H versus Roman Reigns. And the build to this is what sucked. And the payoff was even worse because this is when Triple H wins the Royal Rumble yep. where Roman Reigns entered it as champion and had to defend the belt the whole time while in the Rumble. I think he came in one, right? He sure did. And then it got down to Dean Ambrose and Triple H. Triple H wins and then goes to face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania as champ as, what, a 45-year-old man? Give or Who take. gives a fuck? And it's not like he was being booked in storylines before that. 
This is what's wrong with wrestling. This is why Triple H needs to go away from this. He's great with NXT, but him as this Hogan-like figure, the only people who think he's really good are Stephanie McMahon, Vince McMahon, and fucking Triple H. He is a very good wrestler. He's not great. He's never been great. His character was hot for maybe six or seven months with a Stephanie McMahon Helmsley like thing, but he's oh, not I give him he's, more than a few months. But. but no, as like the top guy, he's not a top guy. He's not one of the top guys all time. He's not on Mount Rushmore. He's not in the top ten. He's not in the top twenty. Not top twenty five. He's like the Gordon Hayward of current day basketball. <laughs> People just think he's good when he's really fucking not. Well, the thing I'll say, whether you like him, you hate him, he he still has an aura around him, but this is WrestleMania 32. We're going into WrestleMania 35, so this is just three years ago. Seven times. He made a vented WrestleMania seven times. So this is the first out of the seven, and it is a bad match. It is plotting. It is not good. And Roman Reigns has a lot to do with why it's not good. Not his work ethic, not all that. His character. Nobody wanted anybody to win this match. I was in the crowd. People were just booing the entire time. If you go back, I don't recommend you watching it, but if you go back and watch any of this, it is embarrassing how many people you just see booing and then the when roman reigns hits britney britney spears uh, when, <laughs> he, baby one more time. when roman reigns hits stephanie mcmahon with a spear that like got the crowd up that finally got people like jazzed up but that's what it took for this match it took like stephanie mcmahon taking a spear and then roman reigns wins to a crowd of just meh like yeah oh, you were in the there. crowd we it's were there fucking... for six plus hours six plus hours it was a really tough main event and we clearly something i just I highly recommend you do not go back and watch. Number 32. Number 32 comes from... Are we going to do this the whole way through? We could. Uh, Number 32 comes from a WrestleMania that I feel is from probably one of the biggest one-match card WrestleManias of all time. It is maybe the greatest WrestleMania match of all time was on this card. That is WrestleMania 13 that featured Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. and It was a good match. It wasn't even the best match they've ever had. No, but it might be the best WrestleMania match of all time. Of all time? Of all time. Oh, yeah. Like no, the story, this, this, the execution. One of the main, no. well, that's main events. I'm thinking just in general. If you go back. Well, the double turn? It's double turn. It's the iconic Austin. This is when Austin officially uh, became iconic. Stone Cold. Yes. And Stone Cold, you know, bleeding. You had Bret Hart with the sharpshooter. Shamrock. Shamrock's career didn't turn out to what you thought it would be. But this was like a Mike Tyson before Mike Tyson. Like the next year, Tyson was involved. But before that, like Ken right, Shamrock. you got a fair point there. I still think that the Triple H. Uh, I still think that the Undertaker, Shawn Michaels matches well, are great. But those are. I'm just talking about. Well, yes. But I get what you're saying. So you think those are better than Bret Hart, Austin? For the story, you might be right. For the. For the double turn that happened, the story that was told that, yeah. in the ring, yes. If we're talking about that, I'd give that easy. Yeah, that's top three. You could probably get it in number one. Like if we're talking match quality, it's up there. Yeah, but it's so, not. It's definitely not number one of match quality. So but then storyline, yeah. So the main event of that night, in which ranks here at number Wolf. thirty-two, is the Undertaker, and a very rare main event for the Undertaker, who's been there almost for all. But oh, he's coming up again eight. on this list quick, though. Yeah. with another guy who <laughs> stinks in WrestleMania main events. But let's get to this one. Yeah. Psycho Sid. Ugh. Who also main evented another main one. Evented another one and they're five years apart. So he's a very odd wrestler. It obviously wasn't softball season when WrestleMania season came around. Although it is April. I know, but I get right, right before. It was like yeah. training camp but uh, or spring training. So Psycho Sid, the famous story that comes out of this is allegedly Sid crapped his pants. When the Undertaker <laughs> had a tombstone. Yes. So the story is that the Undertaker, when he puts him up for that final tombstone, like about a minute and a half before that, you, you'll see like he like comes off for like the old school or he 
slams um, Sid, and right there, like there's a weird movement by Sid. It looks like he might have spiked his back. You're like, oh, did he get a stinger? And allegedly crapped himself. It happens. Undertaker's never confirmed this, but no one really has, but that's like the urban legend. So when he had to put him up with the tombstone, he's right up in that stinky cheese. You know how he got him up into the tombstone? You know what happened right before well, that? Sid's leg snapped like it did in 2001? No, you know who uh-huh. interfered in this match? Oh, um... Bret Hart, for no fucking reason. <laughs> well, they were trying to really push I know, but character. you really need to get Sid the loss by Undertaker getting inter- like interference. Like, that... that it, it makes sense if it's, like, a super heel who would never normally be able to win under this circumstance, but it's the fucking Undertaker in the main event. Yeah, it and was... And he needs outside and, interference to bid, to beat... Sid? The whole reason, there was so much choppy storylines. This is when Shawn Michaels lost his smile. This was originally supposed to be Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. And I want to guarantee if that main event did happen, it would be much higher on our list than the third worst main event of all time. And Bret Hart, then there was the Fatal 4-Way match where it was Vader, Undertaker, Stone Cold, and Bret Hart to see who would be the champion. Bret Hart won, then lost the title to Sid. That's the famous time that Bret Hart swore on USA Television. Uh, he pushed Vince McMahon down. That's when all this Vince McMahon character started to build. Yeah, so that's the only reason I that's think That's when he... we get the, I don't know shit, cry, baby. I think <laughs> that was right before this um, WrestleMania. Yeah, well, listen, there was a lot of, yeah, with Sid, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, and we already had la- in our previous podcast, you can look in the archives of our worst promos. Sid uh, fared well in that one, let's say. But in this one, he did not. Him versus The Undertaker, tough match. Undertaker and Sid, both pretty good workers, but this just was really rough. Yeah, and I think we should touch on this real quick. We we put out the Stones rating yeah. on all of these, and the first one got a 1.1 overall. You gave it a 0.5. I gave it a 0.6. Yeah, and so as you'll we... see, this this we'll, we'll put this list out somewhere. Yeah. But as you see, it keeps going. Already we're up to a 2.5 on this one. I gave it a 2 just because Undertaker and Sid. I was pretty generous with some of these. You were. Um, that's you know it's emotion. The way we voted on these, just so you know, out of using the dork scale of zero to six, we both voted. I voted first, and because I would see bills by the way we put it together, so I didn't want to be swayed by his votes. And then I just calculated them together, and that's how we got this list. Yeah, you gave this a point five. The first three you gave point fives. Yes, I gave a <laughs> a two thirds, yep. a one, and a two. And that's where we're at. So let's jump into our next main event. Number thirty one, Cedric uh, Maxwell. Uh, yes, it is Cedric Maxwell. And also, I'm trying to think of a more popular number 31. Uh, in any sport, oh, this is going to be interesting. I'm not going to remember. Anyways, number 31 <laughs> comes from WrestleMania 11 in Hartford, Connecticut. Diesel versus Sean. No, no, that was for the WWE title. The main event of this was Bam, 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 Bam Bigelow versus Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, this was terrible. This, I actually think you actually match, gave this a pretty good rating because I, I watched the match again and the hype and the feeling. I remember being a kid watching this. Everything about it was pretty cool. Like the match, actually, when you watch it, like this is a pretty good match. Lawrence was, Taylor, Lawrence Taylor about, actually did pretty well. Yeah. It was a lot of shoulder blocks, of course, but like it was like a John Cena match a little bit. Yeah. It, the the thing about Lawrence Taylor is he came into it, he gave it his all. Bam Bam Bigelow, a stud. You could. This is why this guy. It was like a lumberjack match too. There was a bunch well, of there was like, all like the uh, Ken Norton Junior and like all the football players were yep. surrounding the ring for some reason. It was like WrestleMania two when they had that uh, half WWE half NFL Royal Rumble. Um, but Bam Bam Bigelow, I thought made Lawrence Taylor look really good. I thought the match was really good quality. The problem is, why was this the main event? That's like we were talking about this in the car right over. 
Why wasn't Big Show versus Floyd Mayweather the main event? Why wasn't Snooki, Trish Stratus, they were and John a little Morrison? bit smarter than I guess? Because Absolutely. this definitely, I mean, I guess LT, what year was this? Like 90. This is 95. 95. So was LT still playing? Yeah, right? LT was not. No, he no? retired. Okay, so this was like right after he retired. Was this in Connecticut or New York? Connecticut, yeah. Hard All right, so I guess it's a, so pretty in the fall. Um, I guess this is a big area for LT fans, but to me, the reason this got such a low ranking is because these two men, like Bam Bam could main event this against like Hulk Hogan. Like yeah, he probably absolutely. should have main evented a WrestleMania against Hulk Hogan back in the day, but him main eventing against Lawrence Taylor, this is probably for people in the main event, your worst one ever. Oh, absolutely. For star quality, absolutely the worst one. For the people one, you put on the poster, this is not one you want to buy. No, and if you look at the poster for WrestleMania 11, it's obviously it was the X1 like as like the big thing. And then like if you look at like, the match card one, it was Shawn Michaels, you had Bret Hart, you had Diesel, Lawrence Taylor. I don't even think Bam Bam Bigelow was on there. Oh, so it's like, Yeah, it's just one of those really odd ones. And rest in peace, Bam Bam Bigelow. Number 30! So number 30 on our rankings list, we're back to two guys that have already been on this list, and this is just a sad one. It was in front of Orlando's, uh, can't, I forget the name of this ridiculous stadium, but um, it is, ugh, it's just a tough one. In front of 75,000 people, WrestleMania 33, I was also in attendance for this, so I've really been to some tough ones. So in the bottom five, I've already been to two. And this is The Undertaker Roman Reigns. Yeah, this one I actually. What did I give? This you one? gave this whopping two. Two. I gave you know it what? a one. Undertaker looked terrible, but yes. I love the fact that Roman Reigns beat him. I oh. absolutely adored it because I fucking hate the Undertaker. Oh, I hope on. he goes away. And he he was my Going second favorite thing, of all time. Just hate him. No, he's he just he. What is he doing out there? He he's, doesn't need the money. He doesn't need to no, be doing this. No, but the this. fans this, want him. Uh, do they? Uh, they do. Who? You? I, I, yeah, I won't lie. Why? Like, I he's think terrible having, in the ring now. I think having the he's under- a shell of himself. I understand that. He looks I, bad. He looks old. Yes, he does. But he's the Undertaker. He's one of those guys that's like, he's like the one thing through childhood that's still there, and he's grown with you. It's not like he stayed young. It's not like a television character or a cartoon character, like a Batman that is just like a replica of a replica of a replica that you see different people doing it. This is you want to see guy. Adam West in the next Batman? I don't. But this is you think different. he would have been better than Christian Bale? May have. See, this is what's... Where is she? It's so... Christian Bale was a little overrated. I loved him. He was great. He was fine. He was great. The movies were really good. Yeah. But Christian Bale was okay. His Batman voice was what bad. What are you talking about? Yeah. His Batman voice was Joker. bad. Yeah. That was a little, the Joker? That was a little over the top. Was it as bad as Bane? Oh, I loved Bane. Yeah. I am just a confused old man. Does anybody know where the store is? I loved it. I loved Bane. That, I mean, those movies were incredible. This match to me, though... The second one was good. It gave me the, all right, he's done. He's never coming back. And then they fucking ruined well, it the next fucking year. So the reason why I hate this match is it was the end of The Undertaker's career with no hype. Now, you can say, oh, that's because he's a class act. He gets the business. He went out on a loss. He should have never lost to Brock Lesnar in some people's eyes. He should have definitely never lost this match to Roman Reigns. And if they did, which they did, he lost to both. The next main event, which we all knew was going to be Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar with no interference, with no Seth Rollins. It should have. The whole story should have just been around the Undertaker, and they didn't go that route. This I was think, also a main event out of nowhere. You well, didn't that, think this was the main and, event and of WrestleMania going been. into the going the, into that night. Being there, you thought the options for your main event were going to be Brock Lesnar Goldberg, which it should have been, or it could have been 
Uh, the other championship match would would have been I can't. Oh, I'm sorry, Randy Orton who won the Royal Rumble against Bray Wyatt, which was a pile of crap as well. That was actually a good match, but they Ooh. ruined it with the stupid stuff all over the ring. Yeah, it was really tough. It was tough because to those two can both go, and the match was decent except for. I guess the, the I have to rewatch stuff. it. I was there, being in person. It was really confusing because you couldn't see. The stuff that was happening, so like randomly, like Randy Orton's like flopping around. Well, they the also of the went ring. to the giant sky cam for it because that was the only way anyone could see yeah. it. It was fucking terrible. So when you're sitting where I was sitting, like decent seats, it's like what's what's going on? Why is Randy Orton? He literally looked like he was just barrel rolling in the ring. I'm like, why is he doing that? Oh, there's worms. Does he actually think he's there? No, Does he not was, get it? it but anyway, so this terrible. match was the main event. It was very emotional. I'll say that. Like, if you want to talk about emotion in a crowd, I wasn't there for the Undertaker losing to Brock Lesnar. It's probably the most emotional. Um, you know, main event in history, or sorry, WrestleMania moment in history. But this one, like, people started to look around. As soon as we saw Jim Ross come out, because Jim Ross made his return to announce this match, like, uh-oh. And we realized it's Undertaker versus Roman Reigns. Everyone's starting to talk, and, like, this is Undertaker's last match. And then you started to, like, but get nervous. Well, at the time you thought it was. And then you're like, he's losing to Roman Reigns. And then the crowd just got angry, visibly angry. If you listen to this again, people are just booing. This is the issue with Roman Reigns. He shouldn't be put in the, all these main events. If this match was middle of the card and it wasn't the end of The Undertaker's career, it would probably just be like, meh. But it is, I guess, memorable for that reason. And then, yes, after the match, Undertaker loses. Couldn't do that. It was sad. I mean, he couldn't do the, like, Undertaker. Anything. It, he, he looks like Kurt Angle. But the story of, like, how he couldn't do the Undertaker, like, rise up that Michael Myers thing, like, how, like, he was done and then basically, it wasn't the uh, "I love you." I'm, I'm sorry, I love you. That Shawn Michaels get yeah. flair, but it was kind of. He's like, "I just got to take you out." He did it. Undertaker basically does a little strip tease, leaves all of his stuff in the ring, gives his ki- wife a kiss, and was gone. And then he came back next. Year. And then he came back the next WrestleMania. So was that the John Cena one? It sure was. But yeah, so this one ranks pretty low there. Number twenty nine. So number 29 on our WrestleMania countdown, main event countdown, should I say, comes to us from someone that's already been on the list, and we're going to see him a few more times. How many did you say a Triple H main event? Seven. I actually don't know which is worse. If it's this one, which we'll tease for a second, or if it was the one versus Roman Reigns. But this comes from WrestleMania 21. This is the height of the turn. So WrestleMania 20, which obviously we'll get to that as the list goes on, was the crowning night of the change of an era. Chris Benoit ends the night with the championship. Eddie Guerrero comes out to celebrate with him. Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit, two WCW and light guys, smaller guys, with championship belts. One year later, earlier in the card, John Cena wins his first WWE championship match, which, fine, over JBL. And then you have the main event of the night, Dave Batista versus Triple H. Great story. Is the evolution story. The evolution story, which this really probably should have been Randy Orton's as well, but that night Randy Orton was became the legend killer character. If you go back, Randy Orton kind of was the first one to break off from evolution when he beat Chris Benoit. That's the famous thumbs up, thumbs down, Triple H, Batista, Ric Flair turn on him. Triple H does what he always does, steals the title from the young guy. Runs rampant on people till we get to Batista winning the Royal Rumble on the famous Royal Rumble where Vince McMahon... Oh, tears both his quads? Both quads. And it wasn't meant to be. Bret Hart had to study and work very hard to get him and Luger to go over and touch at the same time. Uh, they John did it by Cena accident. And Batista didn't mean for it to happen, which is insane. Well, that just tells you one thing, too. We've seen Batista try to powerbomb um, Booker himself? T. In oh, yeah, person. sorry. Booker T had to do it himself. Booker T treated fucking Batista like a pommel horse because Batista, like, he is a better wrestler, it looks like, now, although I haven't seen him wrestle since he fought Seth Rollins, I think, in that, like, uh, well, in that Evolution the, versus uh, sh- the uh, Shield. Evolution. 
I'm he looks better then than he had, you know, that like uh, in 2000, whatever this is. Is this, it 2000? This know. would have been 2005. Yeah, 2005. He's not a great wrestler. Triple H can have a really good match with another guy who's really good, or he can make you look good if you can, you know, do some offense. This is just two big plotters. Yeah, like, it was. It's not. It's just a bunch of spine busters. It really was. It was not good. I watched it again recently, like just before this. Really hard to watch. Not an exciting match. The crowd kind of was like into it for a little bit, but then kind of like, all right, like where are we going with this? I love the Batista bomb. I really enjoy Batista's work when he's, again, he's another one of those guys, like you said, like he's had some really good matches when he's in with a guy that's just not Triple H. And I don't know how to say that better. And I also sometimes wonder like, what's Triple H doing in all these main events? And this one, it was it was probably the last one he really should have been in. I know he's got uh, some others coming up, but this probably should have been the last time he's actually in a main event. I don't even like know if he's ever his- really deserved to be in any of them. Honestly, I mean, I can, I bet you I could look at every single WrestleMania he's ever been in besides the Michaels Benoit one and be like, this one should have been the main event because he just doesn't have the weight. And when we get to the Hogan ones, like the real main event Hogan ones, you'll see just when you watch those, if you go back and take a look, Hulk Hogan, say what you want about his wrestling ability. His character sells the moment. Oh, People yeah, believed and in the him. crowd was just different then, too. At this point, the crowd was in such a weird place as post-Aus and all that, and Batista, they were trying to make maybe... It was really between uh, Batista and, and John Cena, who was going to be that next guy. So they gave it to Batista in the main event. This is when they went to Hollywood, and Batista beats Triple H to win his very first championship. Number 28. Number 28 comes to us from New Orleans. Nope, not Daniel Bryan, Batista, and Randy Orton, because that's much better than this piece of crap. I was there live last year. Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns 2. There was no opportunity for a Seth Rollins interference. There was no, there was nothing. There was nothing about good about this match. The this blood, was awful. This I remember was, I was in Vegas for this one, watching it at like a giant like hall because we couldn't find it anywhere else. We went to like some, we went to old Vegas to find it, and it was just awful i remember being very drunk for this and <laughs> i wish i was yeah it was just it's not fun like nobody liked this storyline nobody really believes in brock lesnar anymore as a champion because he's never there he's still had he's had the belt the entire time since right he has not no roman what? reigns ended up defeating him oh, at yeah. SummerSlam uh, and then giving up the title and then he won it back at crown jewel Ugh, so basically he has had it it seems because yeah. even before he they should have just kept it on but he did he won this match Brock Lesnar won this match, and there's the famous thing that they put out in there. I don't even remember, yeah. So I'll tell you the quick story. It's basically WrestleMania 2000, not not the event, the video game, when two guys come in with their specials, and they have unlimited specials. No, that was the uh, Goldberg, uh, Brock Lesnar, which should have been the main event. That was the true special one. Well, this one wasn't much different because it was like suplex, F5, suplex, F5, spare, Superman punch, F5, suplex, punch, punch, blood. That was cool. They made Roman Reigns bleed, and I actually said for a second, once he bled, it was time for him to unstrap that big proton pack he wears on his back all the time the and, s- and spear him and win the title. But it doesn't happen. Brock Lesnar, F5, picks him up for another F5, pins his ass, matches over. Everyone in New Orleans is just irate. I actually saw people leave. I had really, I was up in the the upper dome for in the superdome and i watch people leave it's a long night people when you go to wrestlemania and when that's the big like last match everyone thought and wanted aj versus shinsuke to be the main event so maybe a little bit of a turn because don't forget now this is roman reigns fourth main event in a row 
And it's back to Brock Lesnar, which at this point, people are tired of Brock Lesnar. This is a perfect third match on the card, something like that. And You know it wasn't going to be that. They hold Brock I know in such they weren't, but... high regard. And even though they're calling Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair a main event, oh, Bobby Lashley main evented at WrestleMania. He wasn't the last. No, match. that's why. But that's why with this, we're going off the technique. Yeah, there's been no, so no, many I know. That's why. That's why I'm saying you could sneak Brock Lesnar into the actual last match of this WrestleMania. No, you could. I could totally see it happening. I think it would be insane if they did. No, because they they've already announced the women. They've called it a singular main event. But this one last year was really bad, and it's another one not worth going back to watch. Number twenty six. I'm just kidding. Number twenty seven. That's the one. Uh, so number twenty seven. <laughs> I. Um, number 27 comes to us from one of the earlier WrestleMania. So now we're dipping back into the past. And this is probably the other, we, I think we did a really good job ranking these. It's the other bad Hulk Hogan main event. It also includes Sid, not Psycho Sid. That's right. We're talking about Sid Justice. He changed his name? Oh, yeah. He was not Psycho Sid. Was it the Blue Sid? This is Blue Sid. This was like good guy Sid who quickly turned bad guy. It was bad. Just Sid was kind of a mess. This was this it, the barbershop thing when he had the powder all over himself? I don't even remember this. Uh, the main event? I just remember this was the greatest called WrestleMania in the history of WrestleManias. WrestleMania 8 is actually a pretty good WrestleMania. Oh, it's a great WrestleMania. It's a lot of really good matches Eden on Eden and Monsoon at the top of their game. Uh, Undertaker, I believe that was the Jake the Snake one. That would have been, yeah, because Snooka was seven. Yep. Reba McIntyre, McIntyre saying the national <laughs> anthem. You had is that Shawn Bret Michaels, Hart? Oh, oh Sean... Bret Hart, Roddy Roddy Piper, yep. which was one of my For favorite the IC WrestleMania title, matches. One of the probably best IC title matches in a WrestleMania. Shawn Michaels versus uh, El Matador, right? Tito sure. Santana. Oh yes, yes, El Matador. A great main event, and a lot of people, a lot of people from our childhood remember this main event because of the Papa Shango at the end. Oh, what a botch! The biggest botch in yeah. history. Sid Justice had a kick out of the leg drop, which no one had ever done. Yep. He's the first, and maybe, oh, well, no, once later, you know, wrestling, everyone's out of kicking out of finishers. But, yeah, Sid Justice. And then Warrior comes in for the save. Yeah, he was also, because he had to wait for Papa Shango to come out. He actually came for the save to return. This is the return of the Ultimate Warrior. So this is why I ranked this. You gave it a 1.5. I gave it a 2.33. Uh, not much of a big difference, but this is a memorable WrestleMania. It wasn't good, but to me... It it walks that fine line of it's memorable, so it's better than I probably give the match credit for. I'll talk about this as the list goes on, but I like this match for one reason only. I didn't like the match, but I liked because it wasn't for the title. But it also didn't have the feeling to be big enough to be better than the title. Same thing with Bam Bam versus oh, yeah, that was Taylor. Ric Flair versus Macho Man. Macho Man, which was a great a match. Great match, and this should have been Hogan versus Flair. It just should have. I don't care what the house show, I don't want to hear all the excuses. Two of the biggest icons, WWE dropped the ball, and on WWE pay-per-view television, they never had those two, and WCW took advantage of it. There's no actual excuse. They're just making that up. They just did, they thought they'd had more time with it, and they didn't. That's, that's, what, actually, that's what actually happened, and Bruce Pritchard can spin any kind of story he wants, but that's what happened. They thought they had more time with it. Otherwise, you do it because it's just simple booking. That's what you fucking do. Number 26. We go back to the very first WrestleMania it's WrestleMania 1. You have Hulk Hogan and Mr. T 
better than you'd think. Go and check this out. It actually had some weight behind it when they were walking out. I felt like, oh, oh this is going to be pretty cool. The entrance was too bad. Versus Roddy Piper and Paul Orndorff. To think, this is Roddy Piper's only main event of WrestleMania. A lot of celebrities around the ring. Oh, yeah, that's true. His only main event. This was the time when he was the hottest, though. Yes. Well, technically, you could look at WrestleMania 2, which we'll get to, which you're probably already like, really? WrestleMania 2 is not in there yet? You'll be surprised where it, where it lands. But WrestleMania 2 had the three main events in different areas, and Roddy Piper versus uh, Mr. T was a part of it. But Roddy Piper's WrestleMania history is really bizarre. He has some great matches. Then oh, he also Gold has Dust that... is the best one by far. You think that's the best one, not oh, the yeah. Bret Hart? I think the Goldust one's just hilarious. Well, yeah, it's such a spectacle. They uh, cut in the footage from the OJ chase. Fucking awesome. Awesome. That was also that was WrestleMania 12. Um, I thought that was 13 for a second. But this match itself doesn't stand out for any of the wrestling. It's a lot of story. You had Bob Orton in the corner. It was just, it was such a big deal for the very first WrestleMania. This was on closed uh, Liberace, circuit. Muhammad Ali, Cindy Lauper. Yep, you know? Cindy Lauper's yeah. there. And you had, again, you have Mr. T, who was a huge television star in 1985 as a part of the match. So it was a cool, It's I watched it, kind of a tough watch if you're watching a lot of modern wrestling. So I it, I think it got, dude, yeah. it's, it, I think this is one, we could probably argue as we go along which should have been higher or lower based the on our rankings. The behind it I thought was good though. It was, and both of us, big. and both of us ranked it in the same exact position. Number twenty-five. This one we go to WrestleMania twenty-two. It is your boy Triple H in his third yeah, appearance. Boy. Is this third appearance or fourth appearance? I, I can't don't even know. Third don't appearance so far, so that means there's four more to go. Versus John Cena. John Cena's very first WrestleMania main event. As the people who main event a lot of WrestleManias, the John Cena's for some reason, Triple H, Hulk Hogan, Roman Reigns. Is there anybody else we can throw in that category of like the of staples a- of main events? Those are really it. Triple H, Hulk Hogan, John Cena... Roman Reigns. Those are like your. Those are your round Rushmore. I'm not saying of good performances, but of most WrestleMania main events. John Cena definitely deserves the spot. He can carry it. He has the weight behind him. I wasn't on board yet in this one. This was one of the first ones where I was like, yeah. But it was a better match than I give it credit for. John Cena always puts on a good match. Triple H puts on a pretty good match most of the time. It, it was a fine main event. This was John Cena becoming the next guy. Like they becoming the fan favorite. Well, yeah. the the child. Well, the fan fans favorite. didn't like him, but this the is kids. This is post Attitude Era. This is like where you had Triple H. You know, kind of again, still like a year before with Batista, Triple H actually doing the job for people as well and putting guys over. This was just a tough time because John Cena was, I thought, was like a cool modern new wrestler we could kind of see in young wrestler you could sink your teeth into. Where the fans were still kind of like, nah, it's not really what we want, and they were booing him. There's a mixed crowd. It's also in Chicago, which is always a tough crowd in general. CM Punk famously is one of the um, oh, one of the Tommy Gun guys. Tommy, yeah, I didn't even know gangsters. I guess you could. Was this one of the first real big WrestleMania entrances too? Uh, it's John Cena's first. Uh, Triple H has had a few, but this one specifically was uh, John. This is the King of Kings, by the way. I think this is where oh, the King of up. Kings was debuted. So there was a lot of cool stuff when it came to this main event. But John Cena versus Triple H was good, just not great. Number 24. This is by far my favorite WrestleMania. Number 10? Number 10. 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, whatever your name is out there that you don't have that, Yeah, he doesn't have that gimmick anymore. It's oh, yeah. well, he did. Good for him, though. Go, go be free. Um, but yes, so WrestleMania 10, Yokozuna versus Bret Hart, which could have been the second time these two would main event a WrestleMania, but WWE went with Hulk Hogan coming out because Hogan must pose or whatever they were this going for This is the there. second time they main evented. I mean, it really Unofficially, was. unofficially, yes. So this but, was back-to-back. 
same matches actually going yes. into WrestleMania. So this is the famous WrestleMania uh, Royal Rumble where Lex Luger and Bret Hart both go over the top at the same time. There was a coin flip to see who would face Yokozuna first and who would get a bye. Bret Hart won it, so it was Lex Luger early in the night versus Yokozuna. But and- the best match of the night, better than the ladder match, probably one of the oh, best WrestleMania. Oh, Yeah, absolutely no. That's no. maybe the one of the worst main like wrestling matches of all time. Well, Luger. Lex Luger is terrible. He's a bad promo and a bad wrestler, as we discovered last week. Terrible promo. Worst all time, in our opinion. But Shawn Michaels, not Shawn Michaels, Owen Hart versus Bret Hart, classic match. Maybe. Absolutely show opener, totally worth it, great moment. Aside from Triple H and Daniel Bryan's match meaning more, it is the be- it's still better than that. It's the best WrestleMania kickoff match. And if you were to move it from the first match to the last match, now obviously I know championships, all that, but this match was just so excellent. And the crowd is like so so torn because everybody loved Bret Hart at this time. Bret Hart was the hottest wrestler, babyface in the company. But Owen Hart kind of had this like, I like that guy. And Bret Hart fucking lost. Clean. Yeah. It was a great story. It was a roll up. To start but, I mean, that's so how clean. all. All Bret Hart matches yeah. end one way or the other is a wacky roll-up. Yeah, um, win, lose, or draw. But yeah, so Owen Hart beats him, and that's the storyline. At the end of the night when Bret Hart's being, you know, Don, the new champion, Macho Man, all the faces are coming out, lifting him on his shoulders, and everyone's pointing to him. Owen Hart with his little spittle on the side of his face comes out and just stares at Bret Hart. Almost that look to be like, you're the champion now, and I beat you. Yep. And that's where we have great story that goes into the King of the Ring where Owen Hart wins. And then at, at SummerSlam where Bret Hart versus uh, Owen Hart in the cage. Great storytelling. Great stuff. But the main event itself, good match between Bret and Yoko because Bret can – he's one of those wrestlers that you can put him in the ring with anybody. See, and this is why I loved Bailey in NXT is because she was a lot like Bret Hart. And when she faced Nia Jax in NXT, they told this similar kind of story. Yeah. Obviously, Nia Jax is a woman and much lighter than Yokozuna ever was. But it was that same kind of competitor size versus competitor size where it was the huge disadvantage. And they told that, you know, baby face versus the big heel in this story so well. And this was the height of my wrestling fandom. And this was the height of me being a Bret Hart fan. Absolutely. So this was a great moment to see Bob, Sparkplug, Holly, and all those guys come out. And lift them up. Lift them up. The only thing that would I would have had this rank so much higher. Because my emotions, this is where I go. I could watch this match over and over again. And it's not a great match. The it's reason fine. it's really hurt is the finish. Yokozuna has Bret Hart set up for the bonsai drop. Goes to the second rope and slips off. And Bret Hart rolls him up for the championship. Very lackluster. Like I said, and you had Roddy Piper as the special guest referee. All Bret Hart big wins end in a wacky roll-up. They do. Number 23. So now we jump into one of the odder main events of all time. This is a McMahon in every corner. It's WrestleMania 2000, the height of wrestling's popularity. Great video great, game. Oh, great video game. No mercy, a little bit better, but this one started it all with THQ. But you had Triple H defending his World Wrestling Federation Championship against The Rock, The Big Show, and a guy that's been retired the month before by Triple H, not as mankind as the man, Mick Foley. Who was in Mick Foley's corner? Was it Linda McMahon? Linda McMahon. She brought him back and said, here was a great part of the story, and it didn't go this way. Mick Foley wins. He wouldn't hold the championship. It would be put into a tournament. This is what I like about wrestling then. The storytelling was... We are giving it out 
if we if so Mick Foley wins, there's a tournament. So you're thinking Mick Foley's going to win because why wouldn't they go with this awesome tournament idea? That was the whole Linda McMahon tie-in. Stephanie's in the corner of Triple H. Vince was in the corner of The Rock, and Shane was in the corner of The Big Show. And the reason The Big Show and Rock were in this. Rock, quote-unquote, won the Royal Rumble, but there was footage of The Rock's feet touching the ground, then the Big Show, so they both Is this got the in. only Big Show main event? This is the only Big Show main event. Kind of deservingly so. He's, yeah, I don't think he's a main event guy. I really don't. Like, I think he's great, but I don't think he... His I think they mismanaged him right away. Yeah. And then they, he kind of never got back on equal footing. Nope, and you know what this match is most famous for, aside from being kind of a slog? This is the first time... In WrestleMania history, that a heel won the main event. The heel won. You got nothing. You got nothing. Add? No. Just I thought you. Were, I thought you were hitting the button. This button. Oh. Number twenty-two. So number twenty-two in the WrestleMania main event countdown is WrestleMania thirty. I can't believe it is this low. You know why? Which one is this? I can't even read the list. It's actually not supposed to be this low, so we're going to pretend like I didn't just say that. It is comes to us from WrestleMania 27. Okay. It is The Miz versus John Cena. Yeah, this was before The Miz was supposed to be in the main event. This is when they, you know, shot him up a little too fast. I hated The Miz for the longest time, and one of our friends, Rich, oh my God, I love The Miz from the beginning. He was the greatest. And now you guys are... No, now The Miz is actually good and entertaining. Not that he wasn't entertaining. He just wasn't main event level. And he wasn't likable even as, like, the smart, likable guy. He just kind of sucked. He kind of... It's tough to describe. You just didn't like him in any way. Yeah, he was good for what his character was, but he wasn't the guy that you were like, you know what, he should be in the main event of WrestleMania. When he beat Randy Orton, he used the money in the bank to cash in on him. You're like, okay, this will be a few months, and then we'll probably move the title over and we'll set up our main event. And the other thing, he wasn't really the main event, and I hate to say it he that way. He won and retained. He, yes, but it was all because this main event really was... John Cena and The Rock. The, this is when The Rock returned to host uh, WrestleMania. It's going to be a lot different than Alexa Bliss doing it. But he was like the big, he was returning. Everybody was all excited about, oh, The Rock's back. Oh, this is fantastic. And then when you go back and you watch, it was all about The Rock and John Cena. There was like a double count out to end the night. And The Rock comes out and goes, we're not ending it that way. Orders the match continue. This is where John Cena tackled the Miz, and he clearly hit his head oh, on yeah. the concrete. Very scary. One actually. of the greatest all-time hype-up videos for the Miz to hate me now. Before he came out to this, that is one of like go and uh, YouTube that. That is that is better than this match. And eventually, the Miz retains because the Rock hits John Cena with the Rock bottom, and there we are. The Miz wins a main event of WrestleMania. Insane. Number 22. Who's doing those voices? Uh, that's like our Shime at Shime Time. You can watch. if You're a big Game of Thrones fan, right? Oh, yeah. So if you're listening to our podcast, you like Game of Thrones, go check out. He does uh, five-minute recaps of every season as part of the Mac and Goo podcast. Or you can check him out on the Dork uh, YouTube page. All right. Just should really check those out. This guy is like an ency- like we are with wrestling. He is for Game of Thrones. Like an encyclopedia. All right. Really, really fascinating. And it's a good way to catch up as you get closer to the um We should bring him in one day and test him. Because I'd like to see. Oh, you wanted to? Oh, I, I, I think that would be most entertaining. Uh, but yeah, so number 22 here on our countdown goes to uh, Chris Jericho versus. Oh, my God. Here he is again, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Triple H. Dude, this guy fucking sucks. 
Triple H versus Chris Jericho. At this should be Toronto. lower. This should be lower. It, well, here's the reason. Well, it could be lower, but I think the match itself isn't that bad. It's fine. Chris Jericho's great. Chris Jericho's doing the best he can. These guys got outweighed, outmatched, out. The crowd was dead for them because it just came off of The Rock versus Hogan, which WWE completely miscalculated for two reasons. One, it should have been Austin Hogan. Two, The Rock was booed. Hogan was cheered. This is two weeks after the Hogan tried yeah, to murder this, they, the Rock. They didn't anticipate this either. They didn't think this was going to happen. They didn't think that reaction was going to be what it was. But if you're going and thinking about this like a normal human, it's The Rock and Hulk Hogan. And as much as I love Chris Jericho, Triple H with Chris Jericho is not going to outweigh The Rock and Hogan on any not on the moon, no. anywhere. It, it doesn't matter where is, you put this match. And this is where like Triple H was coming back as the big fa- baby face after blowing his quad. And the problem is Chris Jericho was such a good heel. He was the first ever unified champion. And that run was Undisputed. so good. Undisputed. Whatever it was. But the problem was, then he had Stephanie McMahon in this quarter. And you always have the McMahons muddying up these main events. And whenever they're involved, it's just not as good. So Triple H versus Chris Jericho. Fine match if you want to rewatch it, but you watch the whole card. And it's really hard to just watch that match and not watch Rock Hogan because Rock Hogan's only like eight minutes long. And it's just really good. When you put this on the list, and obviously you had to because it was the last match, I couldn't remember this for the life of me or even the story going into it because it just wasn't interesting. It wasn't because Triple uh, sorry, John... um, Chris Jericho deserved better than this. Triple H potentially even deserved a little better. Like, just for all they were trying to do, it was just all about Stephanie McMahon. That's a real problem when it's your main event. Number 20. I don't even know what number we're on anymore. But I can tell you the next one. I think I've messed up a few things. This is another (laughs) Triple H match, though. And this might be the most disappointing one on the list. It is WrestleMania 25, which this is where I get my numbers angry. Because they call this the 25th anniversary of but WrestleMania. So? It would be the 24th anniversary of WrestleMania. Why? Because the first one isn't an anniversary. The first one is the first. Number two would be the first anniversary. So when do your parents celebrate their 30th wedding anniversary? 30 years later. Not like... when you know, it's... I guess that's true. Yeah, that is. That's that what I got. True. That's I what think, I got. I, I messed up last got. time. Hey, that's a callback to a podcast in the past. But Triple H, Randy Orton, this match had the, one of the better storylines in a while. Like, this made you want to buy yeah. back into Triple H. Now, I know we're crapping all over Triple H, which he deserves to a degree. Well, well, also think about it. He's done seven main events. I think we've covered all but one so far because he's going to be in the bottom half because they're not good. He also fought The Undertaker. How many times at WrestleMania? Three. Three? Three WrestleMania matches against The so Undertaker. So he's been in ten very high-profile matches going on. Oh, yeah. He's always, realistically, the only non-high-profile match I can think the of. The Warrior? No, but even that was kind of high-profile because it was the return of the Ultimate Warrior. I think at WrestleMania 13, he fought... Um, oh, I can't think. It was Ahmed Johnson or... He had... A, WrestleMania 14 and 13, the only ones that were a little bit lower. I think 14 or 15, he also fought X-Pac, maybe? So, lesson to everybody out there. Date the boss's daughter. Yep, and banger. Knock her up. Anyway, so Triple H, Randy Orton. This is all about the boss's daughter, by the way, because this is when Randy Orton was just murdering the McMahon family. Punted Shane McMahon, punted Vince McMahon, kissed Stephanie McMahon while Triple H was handcuffed. Really grueling storyline. I think everybody kissed Stephanie McMahon. Even Eric Bischoff did. I I can tell you one person who didn't kiss her but smacked her butt. Who? John Cena. He She once in the middle to start a SmackDown said... Get over here. Uh, like, let's see what you got, big boy. Turned around, bent over in a denim skirt, and he smacked her butt. Right. Not a bad way to make a living. Not a bad way. But yes, Triple H versus Randy Orton had a great story. This is when Triple H invaded um, Randy Orton's house, kind of like Stone Cold and Pillman. 
and everybody, there was a lot of hype. I remember even being like, this is going to be good. This is when itself, I was out of wrestling. So yeah, I you sold really my house remember. for this. Was I? Oh, yeah. This is this was during that era when we were watching them all. Like, nah, this I might is 25. Have been mm. You weren't working. You were there. Mm. I remember very vividly. Mm. Let's just go to the next one. Number 19. You have... One of the odder main events. I, again, I don't know if I'm officially on the right numbers at this point, but I can't say that you have Sergeant Slaughter. You as ranked the this ar- high. Holy shit! You gave this a four because I thought this match going in was re- like there was a lot of hype in it. And so I kind of this match let- was terrible. I, I went back and watched this match. This I match to, was bad. So my issue is, or the reason my rankings came in is what was going on, like what was the story, and then how did it pan out? The match was not good. I'm not going to pretend it was, but I actually thought the story going in, you had Sergeant Slaughter returning as the Iraqi sympathizer, Hulk Hogan in his really last time to be the big hero to win the title away from it, like that foreign heel. I thought it was that was really cool. I don't know. Maybe I had to go back and watch the promo before this. Or because... just remembering the story. Like No, because I was in wrestling then. Yeah, I always thought was always no. like this good guy, the G.I. Joe character. I didn't and buy then he this came for back a, as a big heel. Was this supposed to be the tugboat main event? Well, it could have been, yes. It was going to be like... Chic tugboat? Chic tugboat. Chic tugboat would have been better than this. No, like, it no, it would have because Chic tugboat. Sergeant Slaughter is not main event, even even with the Iron Sheik in his corner. To me, like if you go back and watch this match, it's a terrible match. I know I said the whole thing about Hogan giving weight and gravity to stuff, which is why I gave it a one point five. But this is really just not a great WrestleMania. WrestleMania seven, one of the more forgettable WrestleManias. Yeah, and that's a lot of people's favorites of our generation. Like a lot well, of people why? loved it. I don't know because of the blindfold match. Because Undertaker first match of the streak versus Jimmy Snuka in a terrible match. Yeah, this is a bad one. I guess because this was like the like I said about WrestleMania eight. This is the one like this was when we were young and really into wrestling. Yeah, and the one thing this one also was famously supposed to be outdoors in front of like a hundred thousand people. They end up putting in like regular Los Angeles where like the Lakers played and got like sixteen thousand. I think this was also because they were. I heard the. You know, when I listened to the Pritchard podcast, they were worried about like the air flyovers and like I heard all of all the BS, security. Though. Of course, that is. I'm sure it is. He lies they about couldn't everything. sell tickets. Yeah, they're really that worried. Like they, they were trying to make it like the storyline, like they were getting death threats. I, I believe to a degree, but not that far. Number eighteen. So this one is I I I think we should, I think we may have missed the boat on this one a little bit. I rewatched this one. Yeah, it's pretty and, good. I ranked it a little higher than you did, and I don't know why and I, I rewatched it, it too. Wh- why I did, but I think it might have just been because the Undertaker was just getting to that slower point of his career. This comes from WrestleMania 24. This is the night that Ric Flair was retired by Shawn Michaels. This is Big Show versus Floyd Mayweather. There's like your triple main event, but for the World Heavyweight Championship, it was Edge going against the Undertaker. Undertaker had won the Royal Rumble. This is during Edge, Rick, uh, Vicky Guerrero. Oh, that was Familia. a great storyline. So when you- SmackDown again was the stronger brand with the better storylines. And Edge, I think, is in the category of Booker T as one of the more underrated guys in our like in in, the, in this current era. And I, I can say or this in if, all of wrestling. If I can make a confession here, if, if that's okay. Yeah. I never gave Edge the credit he deserved. Oh, man. I always I saw love him as like guy. a mid carter. And then when like when he got to the rated R superstar, I was really into it. But I never looked at him like I was always kind of like, really, Edge? He kind of carried wrestling through that dark period. He was excellent. He was the best heel because he was he's why John he was the juxtaposition to John Cena. He was a cool heel, which kind of ruined wrestling a little bit. But like the live sex celebration, me you saw and what's you her saw name? Lita's nipple. I mean, right on live TV. Just maybe, for that alone. Yeah, and maybe King's greatest reaction. Whoa! <laughs> and another thing, he had another great reaction when she takes Edge's pants off in that live sex celebration. I believe. Um, Jerry the King Lawler says he's standing at attention, JR. 
And I'm like, oh boy, this is really bizarre. But I had a lot of special time to that one. Not the Edge part. But going back to the reason here, Edge was just one of those guys I never gave enough credit. And I watched his match again. He was really good. He was such a good wrestler. And he was so believable in the ring. Like, we talk about Shawn Michaels. We talk about Bret Hart. You talk about even like John Cena. Some of these guys. And you think about like the all-time greats. Randy Orton. Just natural. Edge might have been, you know, aside from him, you know, destroying Matt Hardy's life. Best spear. Ooh, best spear. Definitely the best spear. I got to go Rhino. I still think because he's That's such a, a gore. Touche, my friend. That's Touché. a gore. All right, Edge wins the category. Uh, Goldberg's is still pretty good. Uh, but you know what it was? I hated the spear. That might have been the other reason. I well, hate because everybody had it, and that's what I heard. Everybody has it. I just don't like it as a finisher, especially Edge was so good. He went his old execution, that long spinning DDT I thought was uh, awesome. No, he was smart to get rid of the DDT. The DDT is a finish. Well, is only Jake's. And this that's also it. sold really well. And Dean Ambrose. Dirty deeds, baby. Great finisher. But going back to Edge, I just never believed. I never. It, it was it was a me issue. Watching this again, he did a really good job to make sure The Undertaker looked really good at this point. You know what? I think I'm a great evaluator of talent early on because, you know, I'm all over the Usos. I'm all over the Iconics. I was rated R from day one. And when AJ Styles brought up the rated RKO as like a low point, that was fucking great. I was was. pissed. It it was a good thing for him to poke at, though, Uh, because really who shined most in that tag team? But I just thought this match itself, though, Undertaker, this was the fading of The Undertaker, and it's really funny to think this was almost 11 years ago. And he's been in every. He might be in this sense. fucking WrestleMania. Who knows? Yeah, he should be. It might as well. What the hell? But yeah, so the Edge just not a great match between the two, but a much better match. And I originally gave it credit for. Like we said, you gave it a three point five. I gave it a three, and that's where it ranked right there, uh, kind of in the middle of these Royal uh, WrestleMania main events. Number seventeen. So now we get to where we I was talked kind about of a sexual number right there. You, you like that? No. A little shine. No. Did you feel it? A little bit. All right. It was awkward. Okay, well, I apologize for him. Uh, John Cena is in for the middle of his... Com? Is that a male enhancement? It, I think it's like... Uh, hair? Hair, too. It's, the, it's definitely the Bruce Pritchard one. All right, it's a little, a little boost your T. But speaking about boosting the old T, Shawn Michaels, at the latter portion of his career... His is he the first... En- is that the first Shawn Michaels entry on this list? I think uh, so. Yes, it is. And there's not a ton of Shawn Michaels main event. he didn't main event a lot. But he is Mr. WrestleMania. He is the showstopper. He is someone that everybody paid attention to when it came to WrestleMania. And this match itself was... was supposed to be against Triple H. This one? Yeah. Th- and, like, I think he got hurt, and that's why they wound up going with him. At WrestleMania 23. I'm trying to think what it... Is this one Sheamus? No, that was later. I forget what the hell happened, but I know that this was supposed to be originally Triple H and he got the quads or something like that. He did injure his quad a second time, so you might you might be onto something. I'm going to look that up, but you had John Cena versus um, Shawn Michaels in the main event, and what happened with this one was they were tag team champions. There was a lot of that. I hate those storylines, um, but he was, he was you know, uh, the tag team champions, and everyone, you know, Shawn Michaels, people just beloved. Like, he's a beloved guy. I mean, guy. I remember being... Furious that John Cena won this match. And when how did this he win? happen? Uh, he tapped, tapped him out. out. And he did the same thing we didn't Triple mention. H. Triple H. We did two years in a row where tap outs. And that's another very rare finish at WrestleMania. Especially in the main event with, you know, Shawn Michaels, who's, you know, those guys Maybe usually don't tap. the greatest of all time to people. And could argue, by the way, you're right. There was no Triple H on this card. So maybe there was something originally. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like, the whole build was supposed to be them at this WrestleMania. Which is bizarre. I mean, they do that all the time, where it's the same exact fucking thing, like uh, Yokozuna later. and John Cena, and then uh, Yokozuna and Bret Hart, basically. Oh, it's supposed to be John Cena versus Triple H again? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying Shawn Michaels versus Triple no, H. No, 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 Interesting. So, 
But, I mean, I remember being very mad. I was like, why the fuck isn't Shawn Michaels winning this match? But when you look back on it, this is what you're supposed to do. Yes. The old veteran is supposed to put over the young guy, and it really worked because it made me care in a bad way, but I cared about John Cena at this point. Nailed it. This is when you said, damn it, John Cena, again, I wasn't always a big Shawn Michaels fan, so I was like watching him lose, but I love watching his matches. This was almost 30 minutes. This is John Cena's best match to date at the time. This was when, you're right, it made him go from like, all right, you're a little annoyed that he's another main event, but he was getting over in great matches. This is what they thought they'd have with Ro- with Roman Reigns at this point. It just didn't happen. The fans didn't love it, but the, it was just such a match to watch, and it was just so good. John Cena is definitely a victim, or, or should be happy for the timing that he came in because this was another one of those triple main event cards by the way and he got the main event slot earlier in the card you had undertaker batista and this was the uh vince mcmahon i'm sorry bobby lashley versus uh umaga in the battle of the billionaires to shave their head donald trump and vince mcmahon but i mean this is where he begrudgingly earned my respect and kind of got it and kept it going throughout because john cena Say what you want about him, but, I mean, all the stuff he preaches, I think he really believes in because he went into a time where, like, anyone could have been, like, the brass ring guy, but he really went out there and he proved it. He made it happen. In this match, again, John Cena tapped out Shawn Michaels. So two years in a row, in front of large audiences in the biggest stage, John Cena tapped out Triple H, then Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 22 and 23. Number 16. So our final one for this portion of the countdown, we go to where WrestleMania will be again this year. East Rutherford, New Jersey. They call it New York. They don't know what they're talking about. This is the once in a lifetime. Well, that happened twice. Twice in a is lifetime. This is the first one or the this second This is the second one. It is John Cena versus The Rock for the WWE Championship. And just again, like looking at this list, and of course, we you should go by our rankings because, you know, they're we're, us. We're great. Yeah, exactly. But John Cena has only appeared on this list so far. Twice? Or this is his third time? This is his third time. All pretty much a lot higher than Triple H. And All? you can say what you want. Like, Triple H is Except probably for the, the one with Triple H? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he is the better technical wrestler, Triple H. Yes. But John Cena is the presence. And he's still a very he good wrestler. He's more entertaining in the ring. Way more entertaining in the ring. Way more entertaining outside of the ring. And, and Triple H is a good promo. He is a good wrestler. Yeah. But you can, you can just, like, that's what I mean about the Mount Rushmore. That's what I mean about, like, the presence. The added weight by just this guy being in here. John Cena gives you that, and that's why, I mean, obviously, he's with The Rock, but, I mean, he's on this list, I think, a few more times, right? Oh, John Cena? Yeah. Yeah, we, we have a few more, again, against this guy. So this is the repeat of Once in a Lifetime. Uh, I, I, we'll get to the Once in a Lifetime. That was I thought booked that the night was, after. Yes, which was given a year build. This one was, nobody wanted this match again. No. That's a, it was tough to watch. This is the first time, I think, in a long time, the main event, they're like, oh, really? This is at, at, in New well, in New Jersey, dash New York, whatever. It's New Jersey. And this was when CM Punk was a champion for a long time. The Rock came back, stole it from him. I said it. At was this the Royal when he Rumble. faced The Undertaker? He fought The Undertaker earlier in this card, which is which a great Which should have been you the think time The, the Undertaker. Under- yes, because at the time, that's where it should have went. Let me ask you this. Hypothetically, CM Punk breaks the streak, WrestleMania 29. Is he still in WWE today? Uh, no, and okay. I don't care. Like, you oh, make the right. decision based upon where you are at that moment. But do you think I, if he was given, because he was really frustrated, he wanted to be in this main event. He pitched to them that it would be The Rock versus Cena versus Punk, an elimination. He's like, I don't care if I get out, I just want the main event. I think I earned it. And they said no. Well, then, as, as we've heard from Vince McMahon, nobody, earned, well, nobody deserves anything, and yep. I think he thinks he deserved it. I don't think he earned it. I personally do. I think it would have been better because you had once in a lifetime the year before. I think it, to add the wrinkle of CM Punk in this would have made it bigger and badder. I think if you put in 
I still would have. I think him beating the Undertaker is bigger than him winning the title in the main event. Yes. So I would have preferred him to main event this with the Undertaker and beat the Undertaker. Okay. I I can I get it, but I just I'm looking especially at especially since main this event. was the second time that they fought. You didn't need to take the title off Punk right before this. Yeah, I just I you could have made that. Undertaker Punk for the title. Yeah, that would have been an interesting story. I just think the whole this, and, he, this, and he was that big at that moment where you could be like, we're cementing this next guy as the guy. Yep, and maybe he does stay. But either way, that's that should have been the call. So this is where The Rock and John Cena will get into the finish of the uh, twenty WrestleMania 28 once in a lifetime. But it basically reversed that. John Cena, the way he lost the previous match was he went for a people's elbow, went off one rope, went off the other. Rock nip up, uh, rock bottom, wins the match. John Cena stunned. He needed a year. The redemption story was great for John Cena. I'll give him that. It was cool to see like he was down in his luck. Kane oh, that great shot hate. of him outside of the ring. Just sitting there. It's awesome. And it, that's what we need more of. But it's hard to tell year-long storyline, let alone two years. But this one, it was a great promo package before this match. And, you know, again, it's for the title. John Cena defeats The Rock this time around, allegedly injuring The Rock because this was supposed to be a story to keep in The Undertaker times where The Rock was going to challenge Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 30. But The Rock allegedly got hurt here, delayed the filming of Hercules, which was... uh Terrible. Yeah, not one of his best. No. And uh, so that will wrap up, I guess, the first half. John Cena, The Rock, John Cena winning the championship. Will John Cena top our list? How much more John Cena will we get in the top 15? We will be back with that. But just to recap quickly, numbers 34 through number 16, you have Yoko Zerna versus Hulk Hogan, WrestleMania 9, Triple H, Roman Reigns, WrestleMania 32, Psycho Sid versus The Undertaker, WrestleMania 13, Bam Bam Bigelow versus Lawrence Taylor, WrestleMania 11, The Undertaker versus Roman Reigns, WrestleMania 33, Triple H versus Batista at WrestleMania 21, WrestleMania goes Hollywood, WrestleMania 34 is, the, I guess, the most current main event, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, Hulk Hogan versus Sid Justice at WrestleMania 8, the original WrestleMania main event of Hulk Hogan and Mr. T versus Roddy Piper and Paul Orndorff, John Cena versus Triple H from WrestleMania 22, Yokozuna versus Bret Hart with those sneaky oily ropes at WrestleMania 10, Triple H versus The Rock versus The Big Show versus Mick Foley in the very first heel wins a main event at WrestleMania, WrestleMania 2000, WrestleMania 27, The Miz versus John Cena. Then at number, uh, then the WrestleMania uh, 18 was Triple H versus Chris Jericho. Triple H versus Randy Orton. Hell of a lot of Triple H in this. Sergeant Slaughter versus Hulk Hogan. Edge versus The Undertaker. John Cena versus Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 23. And then number 16, it was WrestleMania 29, The Rock versus John Cena. Join us again next week as we will have the top 15. Let us know your thoughts. Like, share, subscribe on the podcast at Jason D. Ross. You can tweet at me at Billy D. Twenty-four eleven. Eleven. We'll see what number eleven is. We know what number twenty-four was. What will number eleven be? Oh, I'm just using that. But yeah, tweet at him. Like, share, subscribe. Please join us along in this journey. We're getting closer to WrestleMania as we're counting down the top thirty-four main events in WrestleMania history.